and welcome to today's episode of Andek Game Labs Thoughtcast. And I'm going to provide you with some thoughts today on game design and or my process of game design, because that's what you're here to listen about, I think. Or you're just supporting us because you think our game looks awesome or you're excited about it or any one of those many different things. Point being, thank you for listening. That's the end of our episode. Wow, shortest episode we've had. Just kidding. So uh thing I want to talk about today is, and I talked I touched on this uh in the the Substack post I did that kind of kicked all this off. And I, I am gonna keep referencing back to the post because it, it I dumped a lot of ideas into that post, a lot of thoughts. Uh, but I want to talk about like sometimes it's inspiration. That's what I want to talk about today is inspiration for, for game design. Uh, you know, I'll talk about building mechanics and things like that later. But, you know, sometimes it's simply seeing something and trying to, or, you know, seeing something you want to design from and trying to build something around that. I, I think of there was this, it was like a special feature back when I was young. And it was the guys from Star Trek, the guys who are building the spaceships and stuff like that. And I, I remember watching this with my dad, or, or maybe we were at a show, a convention, back when it was just Star Trek convention and not like all nerdum. And they were talking about how they would like walk through a hardware store and they would just like see components for spaceships or, or you know, whatever. And like technology or things like that. And I also was reminded of a time I was watching the behind the scenes about Deep Space Nine. And they were talking about the glasses they used to drink from and quarks. And those were, they were walking through like, I don't know, a Hobby Lobby or a Michaels or something. And they saw these flower vases and they were like, these would be perfect glasses for the future. Is they like bought all the flower vases or whatever uh, to to have, and I I just I think about that when I'm like just browsing this stuff, you know. A lot of times my inspiration comes from like the components, and I'm talking about inspiration for mechanics, not inspiration for themes. We'll talk about inspiration for themes another time. We'll talk about inspiration for components or mechanics, and a lot of times it's just looking at things either on and i tend to look at for things on uh game crafter or on print play games or even on like make playing cards so that's basically a playing card game things but they do a lot of boxes and stuff and i and i find myself inspired by the different components that they've provided you know and, and they're kind of like taking the most common components you need for games and things like that and that's what each of these people are putting out there and and i kind of just look at them and i think about what would be some fun ways to use these and a lot of times honestly i try to think about what would be some fun unique ways to use these because i don't want to create just another game that uses uh uh, you know, whatever uh, the, the, you know, you see a component and sometimes, especially in the case of like the game crafter, you see a component and you know exactly what game that component came from. You know, there's, there's like the, like from 
Viticulture, they, I don't know if they still do, but they had the big meeples and the little meeples with the little sacks on their, on their hips. You're like, mm, okay. So they bought a bunch of those off the same supplier for viticulture. Or I remember back in the day, they had like a bunch of little, um, plastic pieces that were like risk from the old, the old, not the old, old squares where they were still like wood squares and cubes and things, but like the next version where they're like little plastic, like Napoleon cannons and horses and, guys and i was like okay so so they raided someone's risk supply and then um there was also one time where they had a bunch of uh um plastic pieces from the old civilization game which fun fact that civilization game is how my wife and i met so i'll, I'll tell that story real quick so we were in college together and i had gotten this game it was Sid Meier's Civilization by Eagle Games. Massive game. Had like three game boards you laid out. Your cities, you like turned them through like different eras, I think. And there was like a billion plastic units. I, you know, I was talking about Ameritrash. This was Ameritrash. It was plastic heavy, theme heavy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And me and my college buddies loved playing this game because we would like, we would let it, we would let it go out over long periods of time and we would like write formal declarations of war and, and things like that. And, uh, we, we would really kind of get into it probably a little too much. Uh, you know, we wanted it to be the Imperial throne of the world or whatever, <laughs> but, uh, so that we were planning to play it at uh, a friend of ours had gotten married over the summer. And so they actually had like this really nice apartment nearby campus that had a lot of room which of course is unheard of with dorm rooms and things like that. And so we, uh, we planned to go over to their house and play. And one of my friends wanted to play and she goes, Oh, can I bring this, this, this other friend with me? You know, uh, this, this girl with me that you had just met the other day. I was like, yeah, okay. She was cool. She's just got to know we don't just bail on games. And my friend was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. She understands that. And, um, and uh so uh, and by the way spoiler alert the girl she was bringing with her was my wife and so uh just came my wife came and uh she she played with us but she wasn't as into board games as that then as she is now and that was a rough like intro you know she played maybe like Catan with some people in the red room or the, the downstairs cafeteria at my school called the red room because room one Oh one was taken apparently. Um, anyways, so, and it was red, uh, you know, all the decor was red, but anyways, um, so she came to play and like, super duper got bored and wanted to leave about four hours in or whatever it was. And so she bailed. And uh, I always like to tease her about that. Cause I'm like, uh huh. You're, you know, you're lucky we even got together because I said, don't bring this girl. If she's going to, you know, bail on board games and you bailed on the board games. So no, but it's all good. You know, we long story short, we ended up getting married, having kids, you know, happily making board games together. And she plays a lot of board games with me now she's she is a convert she's a believer um in the board the board of the games so that didn't deserve an of but 
it got one. Anyways, uh, so I would see that they would have components, and like they had components from the Civ game, which is a pretty like obscure pull. But anyways, they had it. I I tell you what, I tried so hard to come up with a game that wasn't Civilization that would use those plastic pieces. Those uh, and but it was it was, you know, whatever. But that's a good example of what I would do. So I would see a component, and I would start thinking about like what would be a game I would like to play. You know, what's something I want to play or I want to do that you could utilize this component for? And, you know, obviously there's always the base components like cubes, maples, dice, things like that. And, you know, you you always have those, but you're always like, I want to do something unique with these pieces. And, you know, like for that one, for example, I had thought about, well, what if I did like a Fortress America kind of game, but it was like World War II because they had like some some tanks and infantry and plane units on their own slugs that I could have just gotten. And um, so, you know, you, you play with some of those ideas or sometimes you'll see a, a piece or component like, oh, what if that was like an alien spaceship and this is like an invasion? You can figure out how to make like an XCOM style game without making an XCOM game. Uh, or, or, you know, there, there was one time where they had these do- domino slugs these cardboard domino slugs and i spent a long time trying to design like a tower building game like you you had a tower and you were trying to fill it out with clients and things like or uh you know lease out the different offices and things like that and and uh that one is that one I, i'm still sitting on trying to figure out a way to do it and they've actually changed the components now so they don't sell the pre-cut slugs now it's be any size uh and i just have to see what's economical with that but like i am thinking about you know that game could be really cool although the but then you have to like think about how how you make it competitive how do you make it so that other people can play it with you you know like there is a game i've been working on this isn't about components necessarily but there's a game that i was authorized to create a board game of its ip the game's called missions of the starship reliant it's a video game from oh that was a Macintosh video game from when I was young. Um and I connected with the, the author of that game on on Twitter and I sent him some some samples of my games or a sample of my game, uh landing party, which was inspired by the way he created his characters. He sent me copies of his old video game. I asked him for permission, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and now we've basically been authorized to make a board game version of it. Uh and he's given me some ideas and things that he always thought was, you know, parts of the, he thought of the game and how, uh, some, some elements that he always liked about games and things like that. So now I'm trying to take and look at like, this is an example of taking, uh, a, a theme where you want to reach and you're trying to look at components that would match that theme. So I've been looking at different things like the way to handle energy or show or display energy types or how to power up different things or how to show your starship under attack by these alien races and things like that. And, you know, there's, so there's that component. But then a lot of times you have to also figure out how do you make this workable for multiplayer? How do you get multiple players to be able to play together? And at that point you have to decide, okay, is this a co-op game or is this a competitive game? Because, you know, if you're divide, designing a game that's co-op, it's a whole different ball game because you have to then create the game that's trying to kill the players, essentially. Uh, 
autonomously, or if it's a competitive game, then you know that the other players are going to try to kill the other players. And so, uh, you know, or, or win essentially. <laughs> so you don't have to put as much work into trying to create a game or a, the ability for the game to try to figure out how to wipe up the players. Now, some of the best games do that and have the players try to go after each other. Uh, those are always fun too, which there's a, there's a, like a, it's kind of, kind of think of it as like Armageddon, the video or the movie with, with Bruce with us. Um, it's, I have a game like that. I'm designing where it's technically a co-op game. You're working together to destroy the asteroid. Then at a certain point, if you don't destroy the asteroid or if you don't succeed, the asteroid kind of splits off in one of four directions. Uh, where it's going to finally land. And then it's kind of every player for themselves because some players don't, you know, don't need to worry. Well, the player who's getting hit, there's pretty much nothing they can do to, to win. Maybe. Uh, or they can maybe beg and borrow and plead every other nation to help them. But, well, you know, well, anyways, point being, the game's still in development. But the idea is that it's a co-op until it's not. Um, kind of like... Uh, Kind of like Betrayal of the House on the Hill. You know, I, I think of that one a lot. That was a co-op until it's not. You're you're all working together exploring the house until all of a sudden you're not. And so trying to like come up with components or ideas or inspirations to to implement these ideas you have. And so if I was to sum up, I would say that the thing is you want to first look at, you know, what you want to do with the components and the mechanics you have on hand. And then the next step is to think about how those components work with either a co-op, single player, competitive, you know, co-op till it's not, those kind of things. You have to make sure your components and your mechanics work soundly for those things. And if you are doing co-op, you need a good and logical and, and fun way for the game to try to kill and probably kill the player multiple times but have them be happy about it right like pandemic does that really well pandemic kills you oh so often but you're happy about it and you want to keep playing it. that's the big thing you have to try to to figure out and balance when you're making a game so well that was my talk on building games and all that so i will catch you guys tomorrow and i will see you then Bye.